You know, you ever, I was watching my grandbabies play yesterday, and they was just as muddy and happy as they could be. And of course, when my daughter come home, well, she cut loose on me. But I thought, man, what would I would give to be that happy again with no cares, just playing in the mud and laughing and cutting up? But it'd be that way in heaven, won't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no restrictions up there. <laughs> yes, the Chicago Mass Choir. I pray we'll all be ready for his return. I, I hope that, that you are ready right now as you are. As you are, without changing nothing, without having to say one final prayer. Are you ready to stand before the Lord right now? If you died this very second, an aneurysm, a stroke, a heart attack, uh, somebody swerved in your lane, a forklift cut you in half, whatever. It, it, are you ready to stand before the Lord? Are you ready right now? Because if not, hey, today's the day to repent. Today's the day to get it right. Because uh, Hebrews 9 and 27 is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. So, uh, uh, hey... To be absent of the body is to be present with the Lord, but if you ain't ready to be absent of the body, is be in the presence of hell. Right. So uh, uh, ask yourself, I don't care if you've been going to church, I don't care nothing. Ask yourself, are you ready to stand before God Almighty and be judged as you are? If not, make the necessary changes. And, and we're here in, in uh, Exodus chapter 20. Uh, he's been given, we've been talking about the Ten Commandments, and the Ten Commandments have not been done away with. They was fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Amen. But what I want you to understand is, <clears throat> Jesus Christ said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And his commandments were to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and secondly, namely, is the first to love your neighbors, you love yourself. In John chapter 15, he said, Love your brothers, love people, as I have loved you. So, you have to understand that if you love God the way you're supposed to love Him, and you love your neighbor, regardless of their skin color, regardless of their sexual preference, regardless of their political party, regardless of if they're wealthy or if they're poor. If you love your neighbor, regardless, no restrictions, you love the human as you love yourself, you will fulfill the whole entire uh, Ten Commandments. You will fulfill the law. Because if you love God, you won't put nothing before Him. If you love God... If you love people, you won't steal, you won't you won't lie, you won't bear false witness. If you love people as you love yourself, you will fulfill all these commandments. You won't commit adultery. Uh, uh, and here we are in verse 15, Exodus 20, verse 15. It says, Thou shalt not steal. Now, traditionally, we think about stealing, Brother Don. We think about it like, uh, I took something from you or from a store. Right. But I'm telling you, though, that, you know, I used to work men, and, and and if it took them 30 minutes to go get a hammer off the truck, he stole from me. 
Right. He went out there and smoked a cigarette, or he got on his phone, or he talked to his buddy, or called his wife. I'm paying this cat $15, $16 an hour, and it cost me $8 for him to go get a hammer that he should have had in the first one. He stole right. from me. When I leave the job, and I know this man can paint, and I know that in 30 minutes he should have this room painted out, and I come back, he ain't got but one wall done, I know he stole from me. You tell a man you're going to work for a certain amount. You need to work for it. You don't need to drag on him because right. you're stealing. I mean, we think of stealing, but but God's also saying, hey, you're stealing time from him when you worship other idols. You're supposed to, you know, we got time for everything else. Right. So we steal time from God. When we when we, we got time to watch Family Feud, we got time to watch Tonight the News, we got time to watch NCISS or whatever, whatever all these things is, you know, we watch. But we ain't got time to read the Bible. We ain't got time to study. We ain't got time to pray. You know, so so we actually, uh, 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 you know, God wants your first fruits. How long does it take you to pray before you None. remember God? Do you do you forget about Him till next Sunday? You know, do, do we do we wake up praising Him? Do we wake up praying to Him? Do we wake up reading the Scripture? You know, do we give God ten percent of our day? What do we give God? But yet we want everything from God. But we won't give nothing to him. Right. We want all the receiving, but no giving. That's right. Yeah. And I pray at night. Oh, man, why I go to bed and I pray for God, give us a good night of rest. And help us to wake to, in the morning with a song of praise of adoration or her little with you. And every morning I get up with some gospel song on my mind, and my wife will get up singing some kind of hymn. <laughs> you know? And it's wonderful. That's beautiful. It is wonderful, but you know, stealing. If you steal and and uh, you think, well, I I may steal a little bit, a little bit there, and a little bit there, but when you steal, the Bible says you have broke all the rest of the commandments. That's right. You have guilty of every one of them. And I tell you something else. I've seen a lot of guys do. Uh, uh, say the boss man didn't pay them what they thought, or he didn't pay them at all. They'll take the air compressor or the skill saw. They'll steal from him. Because he, he did them wrong or he didn't pay them what they thought. Well, the Bible says don't render evil for evil. Right. Well, I, you know. I ain't going to call this guy's name. He's McLean. <laughs> but he went to Purvis to hire on. His daddy owned a sawmill for years. He went up there hiring as a, a, a mechanic up there at the sawmill. And he said, uh man told him, he said, uh, I'll give you $150 a week. He said, okay, I'll take 150 He said, that makes me 300 a week. <laughs> he was planning on stealing the $150 worth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, right. you know, I mean, got, the man was paying him 150 but I'm going to steal 150 more, so I'm going to make $300 a week. Uh, and and he went to that pre... He, he had that preconceived, that was a, a right. premeditated right. thought, you know? Well, you know, when you go to steal something... It's premeditated. Yeah. When you go to, like you said, you work for a man and you're goofing off, you ought to preconceive that in your mind, in your heart. And mm -hmm. if you do it in your heart, it's already been done. That's right. The, uh, uh, the New Testament says, let him who stole steal no more. Right. Work with his hands. That's right. That's right. And, to, and when I think that this, man, it is, to me, it is good. It just feels good to work. A good hard day and get paid what you work for and go home and have a crawfish boil or just you know 
whatever, just to be able to take your family to the park. And it was honest money, honest right. living, and good family life. Because uh, Solomon said, if you got if you got your your family, and you got food on the table to labor your works, he said you've got it all. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't have their husband. They got they don't have their children. And you know how many people would just about give anything to be able to sit down at the table with their husband, with their wife, and their kids, and not be fighting and arguing and fussing, and just sit down and enjoy a good meal? Right. Some folks take that for granted. Some folks don't even think that that's a good thing. But they, some folks would give everything they could just to have that right there, to right. be able to sit down with that husband and them babies, or, or, or maybe they're grown. And just have a good meal, laughing, talking, you know, not not work. There was a time here while back where, what they crazy, like their mom. No, I'm kidding. They ain't crazy like their mom. They crazy like their daddy. But I'll agree <laughs> with that. But there was a time for about a year. My kids was was volatile toward each other, and I was so nervous when two of them in particular got in that same house. It was it was fireworks any minute. And I remember at Thanksgiving and at Christmas and, 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 and they always come together for Father's Day and different times of year. And man, when them two, it was like walking on pins. I was just, it was like waiting on a grenade to explode, mm -hmm. you know. And, 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 and thankfully it never happened. They was able to keep the peace, but I could, you could feel that tension. Right. But, but that's pretty much been broken. And now when we have family get-togethers everybody's like and i appreciate it oh, i yeah. love it oh yeah because i remember what it was just a year or two ago and a few years ago that that man i was like almost dreading i was like well can i see half y'all today another half right. <laughs> another half of the day let's put today in half and let me enjoy right. this you know but but somehow or another the lord worked it out where we all get in the same house yeah. now well, that's a dust shout and i still you're not used to want to steal Oh. But one thing stopped me. What was that? Fear. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. He says, 16. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Oh, here, I'm going to tell you what. We fit get into a big one here. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Whenever somebody puts something on Facebook, now to be a witness, if I was to go to court, and I had to testify as a witness. I have to testify on what I seem to be true with my own eyes or my ears or whatever. I have to know it to be a truth. However, if I didn't say it, and I'm repeating hearsay, it's not admissible in court. Because right. it could be false witness. Right. So people will believe something somebody put on Facebook to be the truth and repeat it. They're bearing false witness. Right. And when you gossip, this is why the Bible is against gossip so hard. When you gossip, you bear false. You don't know if that person did what so-and-so told so-and-so. And the conversation always starts out with, hey, don't tell nobody to tell you this, but let me tell you what happened to old Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Right there, stop them. If they told you don't tell nobody, don't tell me. Right. Hey, ask some folks around. When they come up to me, I say, look, uh -uh, if they told you don't tell it, why are you telling it? My wife don't, myself, we don't gossip. We <laughs> get the story right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. But hey, I'm, I'm there. And, and you know, 
people, especially men, always talk about women henpecking. You know, they get but men gossip just as much as women. Oh do. yeah, some of them yeah. worse. But we we just talking. We ain't yeah. gossiping. We right. just talking. Right. You know. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we make our own words for it. But when you go around telling something that someone did and you repeat what Chris told Bob, told Johnny, told Leroy, you're bearing false witness. Yeah. If you didn't see it, you can't repeat it. That's why I don't tell the weather. Them weather men have made me lie so many times I couldn't tell the weather. I tell everybody, hey, it's supposed to rain. I'm staring out this one day. One drop fell. The <laughs> next day, I said, look, there's no chance of rain. I get soaking wet getting in the car. I said, they ain't going to make me lie again. I ain't, I ain't telling the news no more. I ain't telling the weather no more. So, uh, but hey, you got to be careful about bearing false witness. And then he says, uh, uh, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And, and, and. What he's saying is, hey, don't desire what somebody else has got. Right. Now, you don't want to look at another man's wife. You don't want to look at what another man gets you on. But I see a lot of people that will actually, and this is wrong to do. Like, I see people that will covet, that will want to be like another pastor. Mm -hmm. Or want to or want to teach Sunday school like another. You can't do that. No, you got to do it the way God give it to you. Right. You know, like the man Doctor McCrary, he taught Sunday school for fifty years. You've taught for how long? Probably thirty five or better. So see, I know I've only taught Sunday school for about ten years. I know I I don't have the knowledge that you have. I don't have the knowledge that that Doctor McCrary had. So I had to learn to do it. I can't. Dude. I can't look at you and say, "Man, I, don't, I wish I could teach like Brother Don." I can't. I got to. I got to study and I got to grow my way. Right. You know, I can't look at preachers that's preached for forty and fifty years and say, "Man, I wish I could bring down the fire like that." No, I got to preach with what I got or what I've been given right. right now at this moment, day by day. And you know, and when we look at other people that. You know, we may see, man, they got a nice house. They got a nice car. Why can't I have that? Well, let me tell you, one time my wife was wanting a new car, and we was at Sam's. And to the left, she was wanting a new car, and this was just an accident, but I parked. And to the left of me was a Lexus, and to the right was a BMW, and I'm in a car that's paid for. She's wanting a new car. I said, look, I want you just to do me a favor real quick, baby. Look at these two cars beside us. She said, yeah, they are fine. I said, but look, we're in the same place, and it costs them about 900 a month to get here, and we got here for $3 in gas, you know. She <laughs> didn't like that, but, you know, she's wanting these big fine, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not knocking her. There's no, nothing wrong with wanting a new vehicle, but you don't want it because the neighbors got it. No. You don't want to try to keep up with the Jones. If your no. car is raggedy and, and you couldn't afford it, you ain't putting yourself in debt, then go get you something you want. Don't get it because you coveting somebody else's stuff. Don't try to be like them. But always remember there's a note behind that. Hey, that's what I work look at. <laughs> that's what I look at. But uh but look, uh we're gonna take a, a quick break and uh, uh was you gonna preach? It don't matter. Right, well, I'm gonna let Brother Dale up, uh, Brother Dale. <laughs> Brother Don bring the word to you here. We're gonna uh, play a couple of these commercials here and uh and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be right back with you here in just a few short minutes. Amen.
Hey, bro, CJ. Hey, can I talk to you? You got time? You got a second? Are you busy? Are you busy? Oh, it's down. It's down. 